Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 735 and uh, today I am talking about static and dynamic energies. Uh, more precisely, the difference between static masculine, static feminine and dynamic masculine and dynamic feminine energies. Now, it's not uncommon to feel like you are stuck in one gear. Like you've got one gear, that's that's that's, that's what you do, that's how you go about things. Uh, we end up calling it, it's just, you know, it's a part of my personality, so that kind of justifies why I behave like that, something along those lines. Funnily enough, that in and of itself is a static approach. It's a very black and white static snapshot in time approach to a extremely dynamic multi you know layered uh situation reality really and so it's actually not to look at talking down on static and talking up on dynamic they both have to exist so that they're both just as important we just have to understand that that life is extremely dynamic the the human experience is dynamic you're dynamic everything is dynamic which also means that static exists it's important as well but i want to explain today the difference between static and dynamic energies from a masculine and feminine point of view, why they're useful, but but how we ourselves can start to be more dynamic in our approach to these actual energies. Now, as far as masculine and feminine energy is concerned, every single one of us has masculine and feminine energies. It's not like men have just masculine and women have just feminine. It's not like masculine is good. And, and feminine is bad or other way around as feminine is good, masculine is bad. It's always contextual and we all have varying layers. And of course, there is so many different things. It's hard to, you, you can't pull out something from your body and go, oh, this is his masculine energy or this is his feminine energy or vice versa. It is a perceived subjective area of understanding and knowledge. So you're going to get a variety of different approaches to this. I want to share with you this one and why it's so beneficial. And it's also, I mean, for your own insight, for your own understanding. And so all static and all dynamic in both masculine and feminine are important. It just depends on whether we are static in our approach of them, even static with our dynamic approach. So if we're static with our dynamic approach, then that's the only thing we run. And let me expand on a bit more. So we have a static and dynamic form of masculine. Now, the static form of masculine is rules and roles. It's very static. It's these are the rules. This is how it works. This is the structure of everything. Uh, it's very, very static in its approach. But at the same time, if we do not have rules, if we do not have roles, and everything was dynamic, it's quite chaotic. Not to sound like old mate uh, Peterson, but you get my point. Now, when we look at a dynamic form of masculine energy, that's actually vision and action. So when we start to see this, it's like this is, we look at, you know, a healthy level of entrepreneurship is a lot of masculine energy. Now, that doesn't mean that there's no feminine, feminine energy. Of course there is. I want to get to that in a minute. But we start to see that within the rules and roles, the static form, that's usually management. We're managing systems. People, people don't want to be managed. People want to be led. Funnily enough, leadership is actually a feminine trait. It's a feminine quality. Um, it's a dynamic feminine quality, actually. So when we see this masculine rules, or that's a static variation, we have a dynamic, which is like vision and action, this progressive moving forward. Both are important. Both are necessary. They both exist. And we will usually have, we'll usually find it easier to lean into one or the other. 
Now, when we look at the feminine energies, we have static and dynamic again. Funnily enough, the static form of the, the feminine energy is actually caring. It's caring for something. It's looking after it. Now, when we look at the dynamic form of the feminine energy, it's nurturing. So we look at those two things and caring, when all it is is caring and you care for something, it actually presupposes you need to care for it. You need it to be cared like to need caring. So this is why it becomes static. Because if we have something that all we do is care for it, it means that it stays sick. So that's, you know, it doesn't mean that that's not important. We obviously have to care for things. When we start looking at nurturing, we start seeing this development, this growth. And this is where, you know, good good parenting or, or a good mother figure or whatever it may be is quite nurturing as in they allow whatever they are nurturing to grow and develop and fall over and, and all that sort of stuff. Whereas if all we're doing is caring for it, we don't want it to get hurt. So two types of difference. Now, you have all of this within you. It's not like it's one is you only have one and one's good, bad, or any of that bullshit. It's all contextual, all useful, all important. And so when we actually look at what I mentioned earlier around leadership, leadership is about people. People want to be led. So leadership is this mixture of nurture and vision, right? It's this, it's this mixture of this dynamic masculine and this dynamic feminine that's nurturing people towards a vision. That is leadership. Now, when we look at management, it is caring, so looking after systems and rules and making sure they work. It's quite a static approach. This is why people don't want to be managed. It's really quite interesting. Now, once again, all of these are useful. We start to see different types of personality structures lean into different types of energies. Really common, but the difficulty is that they become static with that. Even with being you know, entrepreneur that's always looking forward, vision, action, moving forward, next thing, let's go. If they become static in that, just, just in that approach, and they aren't able to have any rules, they aren't even able to really nurture, so they're not really good leaders, and they don't care for things, then what we start to see is that this person is really one-dimensional. And soon enough, it's going to fall apart. So one of the key things here is that we can learn to be flexible and adapt. Challenging, yes, we have our biases, but we can learn to be flexible and adapt, but it takes practice. And that's why in any form of coaching, you offer practices because it's not like you go and you master it. You continually practice. Like you, I mean, really, a way to think about it is that you practice brushing your teeth every single day. Even though you can do it with your eyes closed and all that sort of shit, you actually it's practice that you do every single day. So the first thing here is actually, had we want to change anything or develop something, that's what I mean when I say change, we look at building awareness around the areas where we may struggle the most because our potential is hidden in our unknown. Our potential isn't hidden in developing the strengths we already have. That is really important, but it's actually in deepening our ability. And so wherever the unknown is, that's where your potential is. Potential always exists in the unknown. Then leaning into that. So when we talk about leaning into your potential, it means to lean into, to stretch yourself, lean into the unknown. And of course, it is scary. It is the opposite of what you've known. It is the opposite of familiar, which actually is you know, uh, part of the word from family. But the key thing here for us is learning how to lean into what the unknown is within our energies because we're all of this and this is where we see individuals that lean far too in being this rigid strong masculine and we see them break down because they actually don't care and nurture themselves what do you know and then we have someone who does care and nurture and 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 take care of everything 
but they never actually set any rules of like, no, it's mum time. No, it's dad time. No, I can't do that. I need to look after my. There's none of that at all because they're so busy nurturing and caring for everyone else. So it's, it's a collective of all of it. And as soon as we can start to adapt, then what we actually start to do is choose how we're responding to the moment as opposed to uh, reacting to the moment as we always have and then blaming something else as if there's an external thing out there forcing us to behave a particular way. Now, of course, there's a whole range of other things that can change different chemicals and, and, and hormones in our body. But at the core thing, we still want to look at the subjective areas that play a massive role on how we approach reality, how we approach our life. One of the challenges of this is that it's easy to, to see it and then to try and keep ourselves safe by not leaning into it. The problem with that is that you're going to get to 80, look back on your life, and you're going to say, I'm so glad I played it safe. Maybe not. On that note, team, I'm done. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would like, subscribe, share it with a friend. Um, and um, whatever you do, if you can review it, that's cool. That would be nice. Otherwise, team, uh, if you're interested in learning more about the inner game or the coach's circle, which are two programs that I run, head to alphathetaflow.com uh, and get in touch. I'd love to see you there. You can also grab a copy of my book, Minding Yourself, or you can also get it anywhere online that sells books. Unless you want one signed by me, then get it there. But that's it for me. Big love, peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.